0: You're being diagnosed with cancer our guest is a near-death experience with jesus that would also foretell of things to come on this part one of two installment of spirit answers podcast well elizabeth thank you so much for joining us on spirit answers podcast
1: thank you for having me pleasure. It's,
0: yeah it's, it's my pleasure thank you Uh, So you have an absolutely incredible near-death experience where you had the opportunity to meet Jesus, and he gave you a very important message, Um, and we're going to share that today. But before we get to that, I understand that your story really starts off with a cancer diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Can you explain how it all began?
1: Uh, Well, I just have to go back just a little bit. Um, It was a year after I submitted my entire being my soul my everything i just surrendered to god and that was mother's day morning 2003 when um, when i just had enough and that my that testimony is just amazing because god's amazing but um mother's day morning 2003 was when i was uh just truly converted and a year to the day i was diagnosed with cancer Wow. Um, Yeah. And so I know that the enemy wanted me out. And I know that he definitely the Lord has this is more than more than words. He has a purpose and a plan for us. And um, so they're more than just words on a page. And so I knew that the devil was wanting me out. And Mm -hmm. so being diagnosed with the cancer, it was uh, very radical. Um, I was stage four. And so I had to immediately be uh, zapped with a very, very high dose of chemotherapy. It's called, uh, they actually call it the red devil. And um, so with that, I'd gotten very sick and I went through a lot of um, uh, physical ailments. And one of them being that when they had first initially put the chemotherapy in my arm, um, they missed the vein and my arm atrophied. And so that's what led me onto the operating table. It wasn't the uh, the breast, uh, the cancer diagnosis and the mastectomy. It was actually my arm needing to have work done on it. But I knew before that uh, that something miraculous was going to happen with that operation. Um, I prayed for healing, and God gave me healing. Uh, yeah, I was on the operating table, and yes, they... God used surgeons to do it, but he's God, and he can do it any way he wants, right? That's so right. February 9th um, of 2006, I went in, I'm looking at my paperwork here because there's so many dates. Uh, I just want to stay on top of it because there was another experience too that you wanted to talk about. Sure. But uh, when when that happened, I wondered, you know, what what was I going to do with all of this anyway? So, God, He makes He makes a plan, and that plan is He says He seals it up, and He gives us the appointed time to release it. And so we never want to go before God, so even if it was it was in 2006. There's times that I've shared, so I shared my testimony with a few people, and uh, Tony Cortez of A Minute to Midnight, and that's where you had heard first. Um, my testimony or the lord's testimony and so um there's two experiences uh one where i saw the lord and i was in the light and the second another operation where i was in darkness and so i believe that both stories uh, and experiences i know they're true and i have to share both and um, so you know you listen so i'm gonna let you ask the questions if
0: you so
1: yeah what would you like me to elaborate on
0: so yeah thank you for giving us mm-hmm. uh, uh setting the stage for us um so at this point then you have the diagnosis you're about ready to go under can you explain mm-hmm. what happens then during that first before that first encounter
1: okay well, um, before I had gone under, I prayed and I actually prayed with all of the doctors and the nurses, and uh, I was ready. And when I went under, I was immediately taken. Um, and I have to explain to people that um, this is huge, you know, to, to share that our, uh, help me, Lord. We are able, God is able to do above and beyond, but he made us magnificently and we are fearfully and wonderfully made. His word says so. So he, he wants to have a relationship with us. And when I, had tra- when I went from, from my body in the spirit and I stood before the Lord and he stood before me and um, I was in a, def- a different body. And I was wow. in my glorified body. And wow. so I knew from the time I left my body that everything, I didn't feel it. I didn't feel my body anymore. There was no pain there because prior to, as I was laying there, I hate needles, hate needles. I don't, I don't know anybody would like them, but I hate them. And I started to feel a little like I, I got to get out of here. And immediately peace came over me and I literally felt myself go. And as I, as I went, I was instantly in light. And so that's, um, that's the amazing thing is I didn't, I didn't even know. Oh, I know what I don't did want to share. I wanted to share about dreams. Okay. You know, when you have a dream, you know that you had a dream.
0: Oh yeah. Uh huh.
1: So you go. That was a dream. You wake up and you right. go. That was that was a wild dream. Right. Uh, and a lot of people say, Oh, you you know, you had anesthesia and yada 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 medication. Right. I uh, I knew that I had. I was with Jesus. So when I woke up, I was like, I was with Jesus. I was with Jesus. When you wake up from a heavy dose of uh, anesthesia, you don't wake up saying, I'm Jesus. It doesn't. You know, I was with Jesus. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. I was with Jesus. You wake, you don't wake up saying anything. You just, right. You're groggy. You're out of it. And I woke up. And when I woke up, uh, I had a word for the anesthesiologist. And so sometime later, probably about two months later, I actually asked for the anesthesiologist if I could talk to him. And they made a uh, way that I could. And he'd remembered everything that I that the Lord had told him through me he said, I believe, he said, I, I definitely believe. So I know through that experience as well, that those that were in the room, including my husband were not only did I have an experience, but they had an experience too. So dreams don't change people. Jesus Mm -hmm. changes people. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I think it's really telling that that was your first inclination was to Mm -hmm. give a word uh, to the, to the, uh, the Anesthesi- anesthesiologist if i can say that word <laughs> um so yeah i think that's really i think that's that is very telling because um your your first inclination was to to share truth um mm-hmm. so that's i think that's one thing right there and then another thing which it kind of lends or leads to the next question i have for you which is i want to ask you what it was like to be in in, in the presence of god but from from what I already know, just having listened to uh, the the interview that you've done prior, is that um, it, it really it was unlike anything that you th- 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 that you can really experience in this world. And I've heard that so many times from people that I've talked to that have had near death experiences. The experience is really almost more lifelike than being uh, on Earth. And from what you from what I've heard already, it sounds very similar to that. And then it, it just makes me think too, like I've had my own one time in my life. I've had an, I've heard an audible voice while praying, uh, which I believe to be Jesus, uh, it had to do with this podcast or in this podcast. And I immediately knew, I immediately mm-hmm. knew that was not my voice. I just knew, I mean, that was, that was not me talking to myself in my mind. I heard an audible voice. So I would imagine for you, it was very similar. You just mm-hmm. knew what you experienced to be true.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah more real than anything that we could even encounter here. I and mean, if you were to multiply every beautiful thing on earth, it's still not enough. You know? Yeah. And there's it's so much of his majesty everywhere. To compare God or that experience, uh, Jesus to anything on this earth, because you did have that question, um, probably childbirth or you know, to see a child for the first time. Wow! To see wow. to see your own for the first time—that that, that uh, moment of awe and wonder. Yeah.
0: So, so when you when you were experiencing that moment of awe and wonder, what 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 did you see? What did you feel?
1: Well, uh, immediately I knew that I was in the presence of the Lord. I mean, immediately, and I wanted to drop to my knees. Uh, I couldn't speak. He, when he speaks, he speaks. Not audibly. Uh, he speaks to your spirit, spirit to spirit. And I have heard him audibly. Uh, as you said, you knew that you heard the Lord's voice. Uh, but in this experience, there was no need for that. It was spirit to spirit. Mm-hmm. And that's um, that's something that he showed me too. When we do worship, we worship in spirit and in truth. And that's uh, it's not by many words, but it's from our spirit to his spirit so that being said uh, he spoke to me and when i saw him i don't want to get too emotional it's very hard to talk about without just being there and um i think a lot of people have said that that you've shared that have shared their testimony he is beautiful and he is so beautiful Uh, so i was standing in light um as I as I look up right now, I can look out my window and I can see I, I live in Evergreen State. And for most of you that don't know, it's Washington State and it's beautiful here and it's a nice day today. So I can look out the window. So if you see me looking above, you see me looking at his creation right now.
0: Mm.
1: OK, so um, when I when I looked at him, I looked at him He from from where his feet would be all the way up to where his face shine like the sun it was as tall as any tree i've ever seen my husband has taken me to the ancient growth that we have here there's a red the uh the rainforest but there's also old patriot uh the patriotic forest or patriot forest and um the patriot patriarchs Yeah, you had a word that you couldn't do earlier. Yeah, no, I have one. And I have Um, (laughs) a lot more experience than you, so it's okay. (laughs) So uh, the tree was just huge, huge. Uh, So Jesus is bigger than anything. I mean, just he's like an old growth tree. And so he was, oh, sorry, he was huge. And I looked up, I went from his feet, where his feet would be, all the way up, and just kept looking up and up. And then there was his, his face just shining like the sun hmm. and I, I couldn't speak. I was in awe and he, he spoke my name He said, Elizabeth, I, I have something to tell you. And I said, yeah, in my spirit, yes, yes, yes. And three times I just said, yes. And he said that, uh, you know, what, what it's going to take. He spoke to my spirit. This is going to be. It's very serious. And I said, "Yes, Lord." And um, he he told me to come back and tell them that that he loves them. And in me, I said, "Who, Lord?" And he said, "His children, his people, and his children, his people, and his church." And in in one of those, he has a message. In one of his children, his church and his people. And I said, Yes, Lord. And as he spoke to me, I knew how serious it was that there was going to be a time that I was going out to share. And through the time from the time that I had this experience to today, there's something some some people aren't going to want to hear. And I said, they'll mock me. And he said, they mocked me first. He said, they'll never believe me. They'll never believe me. And he said that they didn't believe him. Hmm. They still don't believe in him. And so knowing what he went through and him also imparting to me, for lack of a better word, what he had gone through, he was mocked, he was scourged, he went through, it was a terrible death for us and for our sins is he worth it and i said you know he was speaking to me i said oh i mean i'm standing before the lord you are so worth it i'm not and i couldn't even believe i really couldn't believe that i was there Hmm. i couldn't believe it but i knew that i was born again and that's why i was standing there and i had a message and, uh, but the, the message was for the time to come and it hadn't happened yet. And he'd shown me the things. And a lot of those things I wasn't quite ready for to like, God, God releases it in time. Like he seals the book and then he he opens it. And and he even told Ezekiel to take these things and seal them up until the time. And so in each time I asked the Lord for, uh, as, I'm walking in you know life now when lord when and i'm so blessed that he put you in my life at this time because the things that i hadn't shared before you're going to have the ability to hear mm. wow. one of them one of them being that we are in that time now the mm. time that he had said that was going to come and the things that he had shown me when i was with him and that people need to be prepared and that was one of the things he said and I I shared before that the things that he had shown me was to go back and and to tell them that I love them and I'm coming soon Mm -hmm. and many people say well soon he's been saying that forever right and I can tell you I don't think that we've come any closer to his soon return than where we're at right now with everything that's going on in the world and the things that we're seeing. And, you know, I have grandchildren and it's, it's a totally different world for them, isn't it? Even for mm-hmm. yourself. And mm-hmm. so these are things he said, there there's, there's going to be things that they've never seen things that they've never heard are soon to come. And then, then I'll come. Mm.
0: So well, yeah. Wow. Um, I want to I want to come back to some more of the things that you saw as it relates mm-hmm. to the events to come, uh, but I want to touch too uh, on the other part of what you mm-hmm. saw during your experience mm-hmm. with him, which was you had the chance to see him on the cross. So can you tell us what that was like?
1: That that was a depiction as he was showing me that uh, what he had done for us and why he had gone onto the cross. It was it was as if uh, you you would see the passion of Christ. uh, You know, nothing like Hollywood, of course, and much worse, but, but it was the love that was poured out. And that what he showed me was his love pouring out on all the earth. And uh, his love is an it's immeasurable. It's it's beyond anything that we could ever imagine. And being in his presence here because we have the ability to be with God once we become born again and in prayer. It's so his love is what I saw, his love for the world and why he had come. Um that's a real hard one to even talk about.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can imagine because on one hand you're seeing something, you know, absolutely brutal beyond beyond words how, how brutal that was but on the other hand you're experiencing the love so that mm-hmm. the, the the immeasurable love that he has not only for you but for the whole world and everyone that
1: mm-hmm.
0: has ever lived and will live so that had to have been uh i mean my goodness what what an experience mm-hmm.
1: yeah it, and also the in being there and seeing and him depicting that you know showing me those things uh as like on a movie screen so to say um knowing what he expects of us you know what he expected of me will you lay your life down for another Will you do that because when we have a lot of words as believers you know there's um and what with that we say, oh, um, okay. So the word, pick up your cross and follow him, right? Lay down your life. No greater love than this is when one would lay down their life for a friend. So there's no greater love. Or will we? Will we lay down our life? Will we? Will we be willing to be ridiculed? Will we be willing to? fight for what we believe when that time comes and to see him hanging on the cross and and everything that he went through that depiction there's a time of martyrdom and we have brothers and sisters right now that are going through that and being persecuted in America we have not seen that you know we, a lot of people think they're being persecuted if somebody talks about them behind their back um yay you know you know and so he showed me and how we must be prepared when we walk as christ ends christians to be prepared are we ready and i could i'll be honest with you when he showed me i i like oh god i what i didn't fear for myself i just couldn't believe what he'd gone through for us hmm that
0: much love you know yeah yeah you it's you you don't see that type of love shown today by by many people Well, first of all obviously Mm -hmm. no one has the love that jesus has for other people Mm -hmm. but even just today it just seems like people's hearts really like it says in the bible people's hearts have gotten so cold so even even i think even the last 10-15 years there's a change there in in people's hearts the way that they treat people that especially people that that may find themselves in disagreement on something um i just think that more than ever we're, we're finding finding it hard to have any kind of common ground and i think that uh we really are like it's very hard for us to forgive and i think that people are thriving off of the uh the fleshly feeling that you get when you uh, are not forgiving someone because I do think that that yeah. satisfies the flesh temporarily. Gives, the feeling of anger maybe gives you a little bit of power and, yeah. and uh, relief, but it's, it's temporary. And uh, as we know that that only that's exactly what the enemy wants. He wants us to fight each other. And uh, yeah, it's just it's really it's just incredible to see how much it's changed. Even since yeah. I was a kid in the 90s, it's just it's a completely different world. It's kind of like we were talking about a little bit before we started recording. Um, so yeah, I'm sure that that was that was quite mm-hmm. the contrast to be able to see that infinite love that only Jesus has mm-hmm. um, when you talk about the the things that you saw uh the martyrdom can you tell us exactly what it was that that you had the the chance to see, and then also how did you see it? was it just imparted into your mind? How did that work
1: yeah, uh it was it was imparted into my spirit. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, he said there'll be catastrophic events and hopelessness. You know, people say, Oh, catastrophic events. Okay. Well, you know, there's earthquakes. We have those now there's volcanoes. We have that. Now, uh, we have tsunamis, things like that. Yes, that's true. But you've never seen the face of hopelessness. If you've never seen the face of hopelessness,
0: So when you seeing the faces, of
1: goodness, um, I can give. A, when I when I saw uh, recently the faces of mothers and uh, fathers, there was a tsunami that had happened. I believe in Japan, uh, one there, and then, oh, okay. For some that had, hadn't seen that, let's use let's use nine one one as an example. Uh, people running everywhere and not knowing what, where to run to and in shock and mothers losing their children. If this is not anything that anybody wants to share. As a matter of fact, right now, I'm just um, yeah, hopelessness. There's nothing mm-hmm. that you can do. Like Rachel was crying out in the street for her children because they were no more. God weeps. He cries. And he sees how we hurt one another with no care, with no concern, how things happen in this world. And he showed me this, things happening in the world and people forget. They forget so quickly. Um, There's no mourning. Mourning is extremely important. Uh, If we don't mourn, we just kind of bottle it up and That's how people's hearts grow cold is because they're not expressing what needs to Uh, the Jewish people. They mourned for quite some time. They even when when he showed me Jesus himself on the cross and uh, those that were crying over him, that they wailed. You know, they had people that actually were hired to wail hired mourners to get the others to mourn, to grieve, to to travailing. And there's lack of that. And you know who the ones that are supposed to be mourning and travailing for those that are lost and, and babies uh, being murdered in the womb are the church. And he showed me this.
0: Yeah, that was, that was, I'll go ahead.
1: I saw it all.
0: Hmm.
1: I, I saw things like that and it's sad.
0: Hmm. Yeah. That was a big thing that uh, just listening to to your testimony and w- with Tony on a minute to mm-hmm. midnight was, uh, it sounds like the church really um, just taking a step back as it relates to a, babies being killed in the womb. Like you said, that's exactly what abortion is. And it sounds like, unfortunately, as we near the end that that's only going to continue from what i can tell isn't that right mm-hmm.
1: yes yeah mm-hmm. he wow. he showed me the rebellion of the people and the rebellion of the people when when you're standing in love and he shows you that how much hate there is and you know all you can say is i'm one person lord how can i change how can i make a difference you know, and we can make a difference by using our voice. And so when I was standing with him, he said, you tell them. And he it was very, very uh, commanding. You tell them you go and tell them. And when he said, you go and tell them that I love them. It was in a different tone. I'm um, when you said something about anger, if I can just reflect really quickly, the sure. Lord says, uh, be angry and sin not. There is a righteous anger. There is righteous judgment. And uh, even as a believer, a lot of, we get a lot of, um, judge, not least you be judged. That's one of the, one of the things that gets thrown out when you, when you speak about the things that upset God and, and make God angry. Uh And one of them is the tearing of babies in the womb. And that, you know, people don't want to hear that, but I know I can't change what I've seen and what he told me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to pull back my words because he told me to tell them. So with that, we should be angry. We should be angry at, at the things that are the injustice that's happening in the world right now. We should be angry that our, Children are not protected the way that they should be protected. And sadly, uh, you know, they're living in a world that that's falling apart around them, you know, and mm-hmm. we should be angry about how that happened. And God showed me it's the church's responsibility. Mm-hmm. I can't, I love the church. Oh, he loves the church. He loves his people. He loves, he loves so much. And so, I have to, it's as if I have to make sure when people listen, because that, that they know that he has love too, but he is angry, he does get angry, he weeps, he has, we're made in a way that is as like God, you know, and when we become Christ-like Christian, we're to also take on the attributes of God and his son and because we're carrying his name uh, and if we don't we're blat- we're taking his name in vain that's what taking the name of god in vain is is saying i'm this way and walking like the devil i did it he showed me me i i'm i can't say anything without first he he said elizabeth look is when i was in utter darkness which was the second one he showed me who I was. I was more more revelation into who I was and what he saved me from than anything really. Mm-hmm. And then then he he expanded on the other things of that were gonna happen in the world and the darkness that was gonna come upon this earth, which is biblical. Everything lines up with the Bible. When I was with him the first time, I had I, I was with Jesus and I was saying. I have to know that everything that you're telling me is in that Bible, is in, in the Word. Your Word has to be in the Word, or this is another Jesus. Hmm. I, and I didn't even know those things yet. You know, Mind you, I was only a year. It was only a year, and I was fresh and new, and my eyes had been opened up. I grew up in Roman Catholicism and denounced um, some of the things that I'd learned because I wanted to know more. And ended up uh, all over the place, all over the map and being tossed to and from in the world, which is um, how I got there on Mother's Day morning saying, is this it? Is this all there is? I mean, I was happy. I had children. I had a husband. But I knew something was missing. And then I I heard the voice of God say, you need the Holy Spirit. It was an amazing, amazing day for me. But to know that a year later I didn't know the word. I my Bible is right here. So when I say the word, or if I look over here, it's because I'm right here, is mm-hmm. is the word. And um I said to him, if I don't see what you're saying right here, right in the word, uh then I'm just gonna dismiss it. I, you know that you know that you know that mm-hmm. when you're standing in the presence of god it's not a dream it's not anesthesia it's you're not uh, like having an lsd trip or something i've never lsd tripped but that's what people say oh it's like a, oh you probably had some kind of euphoria no no
0: no yeah no and I appreciate you bringing that up too, as, as it relates to the anger, you're hundred percent, right. We should be angry, especially like you said, the church as it relates to these, mm-hmm. these topics here. And, um, I think just in general, what, uh, what's going on, I think just reminds me, uh, uh, like I think we had mentioned before that just men's hearts growing cold and mm-hmm. just the divisiveness that I don't think that we've ever seen, especially here in this country, in the United States. And I do mm-hmm. think that that's telling that we are headed, uh, Towards a place in this country that we've never been before, well, I guess outside of the Civil War, but I, the, just something about with everything lining up the way that it, it talks about things in Revelation certainly makes it seem, like you said, we're closer than we've ever been mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Uh, many of the things that you saw during your experience here uh, with Jesus. And an, another thing I wanted to highlight, uh, which I, I want to do this because it showcases the, the power of prayer, and you had a chance to actually see people's mm-hmm. prayers so can you tell us what what was that like
1: magnificent it was beautiful i wanted to know what it was because i didn't know what it was uh so when i was there i looked and he said to me do you see that and what i saw was uh, like almost like a screen uh, a bit like beautiful um, like pixels that sparkled and pixelated and i looked and I said, he said, he moved his arm. Okay. I have to tell everything I do. Okay. So he moved his arm. And when he moved his arm, it was like the whole atmosphere, uh, just went with him. Everything, everything praises him. Everything glorifies him. Everything magnifies him. Uh, everything worships him everything that's on him his garments praise him sing to him uh it is so beautiful it is he is so beautiful and so he moved his arm and a lot of people say did you see his hand did you see the you know did you see the wounds no I didn't uh but I did see the movement Uh, I did see his his hand but it's it was um like having something sheer over the, that sparkled and and light, all light. Everything is light. So he moved his hand, and it was like w- water being parted. And then he pointed. And when he pointed, I saw that screen, that pixelated screen. And it was my lady friend, Caroline, who had come to the hospital with my husband. And she was, I saw from her, her just from her torso, her here up. Uh, and she was with her head bowed and her hands clasped, and she was in prayer. And he said, Do you see her? And I said, Yes, that's my friend Caroline. And he said, She's praying for you right now. And I saw her prayers go up with other prayers that were going up from other people all over the all over the world. Wow. And as they went up, it was now, mind you, I didn't know this scripture verse about the incense, like prayer going up to the throne room of God, like incense. I yeah. didn't. I And so I saw Dan, like. You don't have words. So for lack of words, like mm-hmm. musical notes, per se, wow. going up in and up and up and I just I don't even have words for it, it was so beautiful. And. I said, what is that, Lord? What, what is that? It's so beautiful. And it was as if I saw uh, if the heavens were to part, like if the sky, the blue of the sky were to part, and you would see, you can, I can't even say it because our blue and our sky does not part. Our clouds do. You know, the clouds will part, and then the sun will come through the clouds. But this was the blue of the heavens parting.
0: Wow,
1: it was amazing, and the the prayers, like like little musical notes, but I don't have the words. Went up, and I said, "This is so beautiful. What you're showing me, Lord? What is it?" Now, what I also saw, but I don't have a visual of. I just have a, a in the spirit, and I believe that the reason why is because so many people worship angels. They do. Mm -hmm. And so they want to know the, and how I knew this and why I didn't see like the Lord didn't have me remember what they looked like, but know that they are, what, what it was were beings that were more beautiful, you know, that he created. And I was like, well, why, why don't I really remember what they look like? And then he had taken me to share my testimony somewhere and people wanted to hear the testimony. And as I was there speaking, on a speaking and the, the people said, Well, what did the angels look like? And out of my mouth said, Why do you want to know what the angels look like? I stood before the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Mm. Right?
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So as I uh, as I was watching, I said, What are those? What is that, Lord? And he said, Those are the prayers of my intercessors. Mm. I said, that is so beautiful. Yeah. And it was as if, as the prayers went up to the throne room of God, it was praise and worship to him. It yeah. was a magnificent. And I heard them too. I heard, I heard as, as uh, if I didn't say that with Tony, I don't know. I did say it. I did have it in a, have shared quite a few times now. Thank you, Lord. But uh, it was like music that you from the heaven that you, can't even describe.
0: Mm. That's
1: worship. When when people pray and it's a heartfelt prayer, I mean, like really we can have okay, thank you, Lord, for our food. Amen. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that either. It's the heart. It's the heart. And our when our spirit is spirit, spirit with God and our heart is um speaking to God. It's amazing. Mm. So it's beautiful.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, because a lot of times on this show we highlight the other side. Unfortunately, because that's people, a lot of people's testimonies are people that have come out of the New Age, or which is you know Luciferian essentially, and mm-hmm. um, we mm-hmm. we talk so much about the spells and uh, you know the things that do have some power on the on the side of the enemy. If there's some power there on the side of the enemy through those types of met, you know methods of communicating with the spirit realms, such as through spells, mm-hmm. etc., how much more powerful is the the authentic method of God, the pure method of of interacting with Him through prayer, and the fact that you mm-hmm. had a visual uh, a, a visual component to everything and mm-hmm. uh, is is incredible in in and of itself. But um, even just like the the like you said, it's almost like worship. Prayer is like wor- it really is worship to the same to the same degree, like worship the the way that you would worship during music or you know worship songs and that heartfelt. Mm-hmm that pure heart that you, that you have during those moments. Um, it really, like you said, it's like the incense going up to to God and just the overlap there. I think Mm it's just so powerful and, and, and just really highlights how much he appreciates that in the relationship that we have with him. I think it all comes back to that relationship.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. He had spoken to me. He said, my, when he said, those are the, my, the prayers of my intercessors, uh, we're all to intercede, we're all to mm-hmm. pray, we're all to pray for the things that we see, not just talk about it, but pray about it. And um, that my true worshipers worship me in spirit and in truth. And you showed me it's not about going someplace in the natural, it's about going somewhere in the spirit. We are spiritual. We are spiritual beings, we are supernatural beings and a lot of people they're like, "Uh-oh, there she goes with the word supernatural. God is supernatural." You know, it, we don't have the words. We lack the words for God. We really do. And so he made us. We we have been given power over the enemy. We just say the words that are in the word. It's, it's not going to have the same effect as having the power that comes from the word. And that mm-hmm. power is with the Holy spirit. I saw mm-hmm. the power. I saw the love. I saw the incredible ability to part the heavens mm-hmm. by prayer. That's amazing.
0: Absolutely incredible.
1: That we can petition God, that we're petitioning God.
0: That's mm. beautiful. So so you had that ex that experience there with the prayer. Was how did how did that first experience wrap up? Did you have any final words with Jesus or did it just kind of end and you were back there in in the hospital? What happened there?
1: No, you know, he told me that I had to come back, you know, because you don't wanna you you don't you don't think about your family and then the moment that he said, I had to come back and tell them that he that he loves them and he's coming soon, and in between the, he I tell them I love them and I'm coming soon. There is also shown to me what we what I, and so it's it's with me first and then I share with others. You know, without pointing a finger at all. Uh, that in between the I love. Tell them I love them. There's also a reciprocation of love, and when we say that we love God, what are we? What? Is, how does He know? How does He know? Because I said I want you know God. I want you to know how much I love you, and He said, "Keep my commands." Hmm. A lot of people say, "Well, that you know, we can't keep His commands. Well, we can certainly do everything in our in in the power of God." the Holy spirit through us to do so not on our own. Can we No. And so, you know, when I'm with, when I was with him, I didn't think I was anybody, but me, I didn't think that I, and I still don't think that I'm anybody majorly special. I sit here and go, how, how come me, God, how come me? And I think because at one time between that time that I gave and submitted my life to the Lord and the time that I was with him, I said here i am lord use me mm. wow. this is it yeah. so to answer your question i'm the the most prominent out of the beautiful experience that i would just like you know if i can go word from word verbatim you know to every everything that i've seen i we wouldn't even have enough time rather you know even mm. It, it wouldn't be an hour interview. Um, the part where he said to, that there'll be catastrophic events and hopelessness is the one, the one thing that sticks out as well as tell them I love them and I'm coming soon. So I can't take and eliminate the I'm coming soon and what must happen before his return. I can't eliminate... I'm coming soon because a lot of people will they'll say, well, I want him to come. Oh, I wish he would hurry and come. And he even says, you don't know what you ask for. Even when, when we're in church, people in church, you know, when we're in our, in our congregations and we say, give me more of your glory, Lord. Give me more of your glory. His glory is we, we couldn't even stand. Because even when I was in his glory, my I, I, I felt as if I was standing yet kneeling. It's an it's this, it's this mm. experience I can't explain. I knew that I wanted to be at his feet forever. Mm. So in that same sense, we, um, we need to be prepared. Mm. That's it right there. The word is prepare prepare what your soul for his coming.
0: Hmm.
1: Not, you know, just saying that I go to church on Sunday and I'm a Christian doesn't blink you in. I, I don't know. I don't, I still, to this day, don't feel like I was worthy to have been from here to light, you know, from here in this realm to, a, to, to standing with him. Hmm. And how was I, able to do that I became I was born again born again how born again to the Spirit of God mm-hmm. not just you know not just sprinkled with water not just saying a prayer but saying I'm going to do everything with the power that you've given me through Holy, the Holy Spirit to obey what your commands say hmm
0: hmm yeah, and I, I appreciate you bringing up the idea that many people don't know what they ask for because it's true. Even, even in this context, when you, when you, you know, you or myself, even I think that many people wish that they had a, you know, a certain, a, a certain platform, or they had an experience like yeah. yours. Well, it certainly it, it comes with a price. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not, it's not an easy message. As as he started your experience with him, with he stated that they will they, they will persecute, persecute you essentially. And even if it's not, you know, physically, uh, it, it's, it's not the most comfortable thing, especially in 2021, uh, you know, the Western world to preach the truth as is found in the word of God. Uh, a lot of people don't like it. Um, it certainly comes with a price, but I think that's why he, he chooses people such as yourself, because he knows that you are going to carry through with spreading the truth. And he sees your heart. He sees, he sees how you're going to take that information and, and uh run with it. So um I just I'm so thankful that you did that. And uh I I know that you'll I know you've already helped out a ton of people by sharing your testimony and I know that you will only continue to do so. So so appreciative of that. Mm -hmm. Well that is it for this week's episode everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um you can reach Elizabeth at her email. She was kind enough to include her email and I will as I always do include that in the description below. It's just an heir to his throne with the number 2 at AOL.com, an heir to his throne at AOL.com. You can also find Elizabeth on Facebook, just Elizabeth Nebenfer, and again, I will have that link uh, below wherever you're listening to this. Um, Also, uh, if you have not yet uh, taken the opportunity to ask God to reveal himself to you and establish a relationship with God yourself, I want to give you the opportunity to do that right now. Um, So if you would just please ask God either by prayer or out loud whatever is more comfortable for you uh, to reveal himself to you in a personal way um, if you do this over a period of time uh, I think that you're going to be really pleased with the results and um, I I don't mention this enough but um, if you haven't cracked open a Bible yet in a while I would recommend you do that as well I think a lot of times when we're doing our spiritual searching we don't have a Christian background I think that that sometimes uh can be the last resort that we that we go to opening up a bible uh but if I, I would encourage you to do that again if you haven't done it for a while and um i think that you'll really be pleased with with what you find there um, also uh just a reminder to, a reminder to send in your testimony to spirit answers at gmail.com your new age to jesus testimony near-death experience healing miracle encounter whatever that may be i would love to hear from you i will see you next week in part two Have a great week. I'll be praying for you. Take care. Bye.